The power to lead, are we born with it or can we learn it? A professor in leadership, Thomas Frankel, lectures at universities across Europe. He has a new book out, Subliminal Leadership, which highlights how he can influence people subliminally and be a leader. But what is leadership or being a leader? That's the first question I asked Thomas. Well, Mark, certainly it's not what people have on their business cards, right? right. If somebody's a CEO, it doesn't mean that person's a leader, right? right. Leadership uh, happens everywhere. It happens in companies, happens in administrations, and in social settings, all kinds of social settings. So it's a skill, really. It's not formal power, right? It's not the, the power to hire and fire. It is the power to influence other people to join in, a worthy, in the achievement of a worthy objective, and an ethical objective. So you might always find that when you're with your group of friends, there's always one friend who chooses the restaurant you're going to go to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the leadership. They're, sure. the, they're the leadership. They're the leader in that group. Uh, so, when it, but this is the point you're you're making is the fact that leadership is uh, something that. Uh, we could learn, or is it something that you are born with? Well, both. Right. Some fortunate are born with it. They are charismatic leaders, right? right? Very rare. Now, you can learn how to be perceived as more charismatic. You can learn to become more influential, right? You can learn all these things. And it's not even all that difficult. So in your book, Subliminal Leadership, you've got a whole series of pointers that people could uh, employ to, let's say, persuade those around them. Well, let's maybe first talk about the way we influence other people without knowing. Right. This morning I had an IT problem, a very nasty one, and one that shouldn't happen today. It got me excited, stressed, right? Right. Now, we as humans, we produce two different types of sweat you know, one type is the exercise one, the other is the fear, anxiety, stress type. I still have it on me. I influence you now, right? How? You may feel a little more uh, insecure yourself, a little more stressed yourself, right? So, for instance, uh, if you interview for a job, right, and right. you were on your way uh, in traffic and, you know, you avoided uh, an accident, etc., you have that sweat on you and you influence the, uh, your partner, your interview partner, right? So what are you going to do with that? Well, tell people. Tell people that, oh, uh, you know, I, I was a little stressed out, but I'm not better now. You know, you, people have to know because they are influenced subliminally without knowing. Uh, so if, you, if you've got your stress sweat on, <laughs> those around you can get a little bit stressed as they well. Will. They will. They will. They will. So taking a shower in the morning is important because you want to wash away. If you've had a nightmare or something overnight, you want to wash that away so, so to neutralise yourself. No, precisely. That's the reason why even a warm shower is can, perceived as, as refreshing, right? right? Because, you, as you say, we wash it all off uh, and our own fear sweat is influencing ourselves. Right. Now, the problem is, of course, that... You may be aware of your nightmares at night. You might not have had a, a, a chance to take a shower. You are meeting important people and you tell them, um, you know, I'm and, and, and you, your, your messaging is really optimistic. So if what you say and what your body says clashes, research has shown that People trust what your body is saying and not right. what, you are, what your words are saying, right? But I think it's important to stress. When we say have a shower, it's not that this sweat smells. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just it, it gives off... Uh, well, was it, is that the word pheromones? It gives off that, or is that well, just that, something else? That, 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 is, that is connected to it. Right. But you're absolutely right to say that this smell is inodorous. You right. cannot uh, 
perceive it, okay. right? not consciously. Right? right. So, yes, that makes it so tricky. Okay. So, you, so refresh, reboot yourself, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> in, the, in the morning. Precisely, yeah. Okay. If you're in a situation where you really would like things to go the way that you'd want them to go, what mm-hmm. sort of things can you do to try and gently persuade the group or the person that you're with to make sure that happens? Okay. Uh, be positive. Uh, be yourself. Right. You know, be authentic. Don't try to be someone else. Don't smile if you don't feel like smiling because it takes 200 milliseconds, the time it takes to say I, for people to realize your smile is fake. And if they realize your smile is fake, they will not trust you. Right. Okay? And that's something that, that they'll think, that's a fake smile, I won't trust you. But they're doing all that subliminally. They're not actually thinking, no. oh, I don't trust you. Well, there are 26 different forms of body language, of nonverbal communication. Right. All right. So you can train to have better body, body language, but you must always be aware that there are certain types of body language that are very, very difficult to fake, including smiling. And the reason why smiling is such a problem because it takes 26 different facial muscles to coordinate. Right. Good luck with trying that. So, you know, and uh, think, for instance, of, of voice, right? Our voice also transports our mental states, right? Right. If I'm a little nervous, you will sense it. You will not consciously realize it, but you sense it subliminally and will influence you. So what can you do about it? Well, train, uh, you know, train speaking in public, uh, prepare yourself, especially when you do a public speech, right. etc. prepare. I mean, these are all pretty common things, but I think it's important to know how we influence others without others knowing. And is it uh, your book, though, Subliminal Leadership, um, there, there are ideas in there that uh, maybe people could uh, could use you know after reading your book they, they think ah oh, this is what i need to do to you know, progress my career or be improve my social life or whatever it may be well you know these are no news uh, no, no no new uh, things to do i mean they're very much about uh, looking people straight in the face um again having a positive attitude and most of all being aware of how we influence we influence people positively it's right. not just that our fear states influence people negatively but our positive attitude is just as contagious that's a phenomenon of contagious emotions really right. we need to be aware of so if you're happy people around you will be happy absolutely okay that was Professor of Leadership Thomas Frankel on how we can influence those around us. You can find out more in his new book, Subliminal Leadership. Find out more, subliminalleadership.com.